Genre. Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 3, one knife-throwing minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez and the news. I'm Greg Wyshynski of Yahoo Sports Puck Daddy blog. Welcome to the show, Greg. Well, it is a pleasure to be here. Um, as I was telling you before we started recording, it's my goal this year to involve myself in as many minute podcast as possible. Luckily, this is one that involves movies that I like uh, and, <laughs> and can recall. Uh, so it all worked out. Awesome. Um, well, we're, we're really happy to have you here. Uh, today, we're going back to minute 56, which starts with Mad Dog and his posse laughing at, uh, at Deputy Tenderfoot and uh, ends with uh, the deputy telling them to have fun. Who do you, um, who who's been on more minute shows uh, of the of the two of you? I I would say probably I don't I, well I don't know what your history is. I will say that the only minute show I've been on is the Star Wars minute. I did the episode of Jedi where the Ewok gets killed and. For a while, it was the longest episode that they had ever done because I was so verbose. It was like an hour and 40 minutes. Oh, that a, was a good episode. I remember that. <laughs> Thank you. And then, <laughs> and then I did a week on Phantom Menace where I did, uh, again, I just spin the wheel and sometimes your number comes up. I did the episode, the uh, minute where Qui-Gon dies. So right. I did, uh, I had wow. a week of that. So I, in some total, I've been on six, I guess. Okay. All right. What other what other iconic Star Wars deaths would you like to be the, uh, <laughs> the 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 guest on? Well, I assume that if if you know tradition holds, I would do the uh, Boba the Jango Fett decapitation in Attack mm-hmm. of the Clones, <laughs> and then I assume I mean there's only, I mean I imagine you know based on how much I love uh, child murder that I, I, I would was be say, there for the younglings for the younglings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I imagine um, I would imagine the last twenty five minutes of Rogue One of when they get around to that. <laughs> right. Well, I, well, what's funny though about about this minute is it's funny that you bring up the death of Django because we get introduced to Marshall Strickland and his son, and it's got a real Django Boba Fett kind of yeah. vibe to me. All they're all they're missing is like a shape shifting dinosaur lady. That's like both of their friends. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's true, and I also never real I never thought that you know it's possible that that's a, a clone of Marshall Strickland that he's raising <laughs> yeah. to uh, one day replace him. That's an excellent point. Yeah. Or yeah, his it's dad. like a clone. It's a it's a clone made out of like steam because everything's <laughs> steam powered. It's it's like a mechanical boy. It's <laughs> yeah. it's either it's, 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 yeah, it's either a mechanical boy or a boy made of steam or a a, a single ice cube uh, uh, shaped into a boy. <laughs> the other yeah, option. yeah. I like I like the last one. I think that's the way to go. I think yeah. uh, you order a clone and it comes out of that that ice machine that Doc built. The refrigerator, as it were. Yeah, the refrigerator. <laughs> one of my most cherished uh, memories at the at the, at the movies was um, the first time I went to go see Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Um, there's that iconic shot where um, 
it's like the little though you can see the little boy's head or body like from Anakin's POV and then like you just see the lightsaber go diagonally across the frame like implying like I'm about to like you know wipe you guys out of existence mm-hmm. um and a guy somewhere in the audience was like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> And I just, I still, I still remember that every time I, I see that <laughs> moment. Um, so this is, uh, Marshall Strickland is actually a point of confusion for me. Okay. Uh, as a, as a, as a child growing up with this movie, I, I was always perplexed because he has a son. Yes. That he rides around with. It's like his little his little kid deputy. His little HW, and, if you will. Right. Well, I I was always as a kid, I was like, okay, so logic dictates that if they're gonna bother giving Marshall Strickland, uh James Strickland is his full name, uh, if you're gonna bother giving him a kid, I mean that must be Stanford. That must be Strickland from the other movies. But if that's the case, he's like 110 years old in 1985. <laughs> so this is this is Strickland's father, Roger. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like a weird thing to do. Like, here's two people who actually have we're gonna put a kid with him, but he actually has he's he's Strickland's father. He's not actually Strickland, he's just this other thing, but it's like the family. I like the whole thing just feels a little messy to me and as a kid i was really confused because i thought well the only reason you would put this kid here is if that's strickland but it's not right i mean the whole the whole thing i mean obviously feeds into the uh shakespearean uh narrative that are the back (laughs) to the future movies where we need to know every familial connection between these characters (laughs) so without knowing the strickland bloodline how how else will we able be able to appreciate his roles in the previous two films i mean that's 70 that's like a good 70 percent of the old testament is just telling you how how everyone's related to everybody who begot who begot who right (laughs) who begot who begot who right he's a creepy looking little kid man I get, I don't get creepy so much as like tender. Well, what's that? Tender. Tender. <laughs> no, I get like, um, I don't know. I get sort of a, like a vibe of like one of those white kids who are like really into urban culture. Um, <laughs> like, and I don't know. I don't know why, like always has that serious, like I'm street face on their face oh see to me he just seems like the he that's the face of a kid that is like opened a man's throat at a like by a campfire and just watched <laughs> him die for like no reason well he just has, he's like, an ice cube clone stare. i mean yeah that's true <laughs> i i was i was always a fan of the fact that james tolkien the guy who plays marshall strickland um is in 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 two different series well not series of films but two different films uh that involve uh teleportation vortexes in the sense that he was also a main character in the masters of the universe movie which is where i i think right. i might have remembered him from more when i was a kid was Wait, that he, he he's not the cop is he he's the cop yeah oh he's my the, he's, god he's the gruff uh cop yeah his, his job it is to be like hey what's going on here what's with your goofy outfit 
Kind and doesn't he like stay in Eternia? He's like, why would he's, I leave? I got a dame. Does. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what? he's like, what's Flash really, and Dale what's really at the end of Flash Gordon? Why would I possibly <laughs> leave this place? What's uh, what's place. really funny about this revelation is that we this this has come up several times in the show, but Nick forgets every time, and every time <laughs> it's like a brand new revelation. Can you? That wasn't planned. Can someone? Can someone make? like a montage or a clip of like every time I've like had that discovery again. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I mean, I'm tempted to do it. I just don't know for sure which episodes it happened. Sure. I mean, there's hundreds to, 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 to sift through. I guess it would just right. be every time we mention or talk about uh, Strickland. Well, I guess yeah. that's true. He's not in the movie that much. I, the I, movie's that listen, much. I for one think that, Short-term memory loss and/or the early onset of dementia <laughs> makes these minute podcasts a lot more entertaining. It's just weird that it's all recorded. Like there's a record <laughs> yeah. of me not remembering. There's recorded proof. Um. So I'm yeah. I'm really digging the the Wild Bill Doc Holiday look that that Marshall Strickland has going on. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, he gave, uh, uh, Bob Gale said that, uh, they, they promised, uh, James more hair in this one. Um, <laughs> cool. I like how he's wearing a hat. We don't, he could still be bald. That's true. That's true. Well, he's yeah. got, he's got hair on his face. So that's technically more hair regardless. Sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I like it too. I think it's a good look for him. You know what would be interesting is if, so like to kind of imagine, I think this would be like a way to make the little kid work, is if like Strickland had a son at Marty's school that was like a total Randall from recess. <laughs> mm. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Principal Strickland's son and you have to do what I say, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. And then that well, kid actor would play like this kid deputy. Yeah, that would have connected things a little bit more nicely. But I I will say what I find really interesting about Marshall Strickland as a character is that his his grandson Stanford like by the time you get to Stanford Stanford just feels like a disgruntled nerd like who's just been pushed around so much and now he's been given a uh, uh, you know some authority and so now he's pushing his authority on everyone who would have been cooler than him when he was in high school. Well yeah, he's like that um he, he he's sort of like that stereotypical like regressed miserable like white guy. Yeah. Right. I, I respect Ma his sense of justice. Uh which one? Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, Marshall Strickland's sense of justice right. in, in the yeah. sense that he is literally saying the only party I want to see you at is the one where you're at the end of a rope. I'm like, <laughs> right. I'm like, what, what, an, what a beautifully impartial thing to say. What a, what a glorious sense of innocent until proven guilty to just go up to well, the guy that well, you, yeah, and just be like, I'm going to see you hang and it's going to be a better party than this. I I want so I mean I'm imagining I'm imagining that party and I just feel like it's kind of like a New Year's Eve party but the ball dropping is yeah is <laughs> is Buford on a rope I'm also kind of now that I'm looking at the frame of them together I'm also really getting like some Deadwood meets Road to Perdition vibes from these two mm -hmm. because sure. we're we're forgetting we mentioned this like weeks and weeks ago but he. 
he was gone all day because he went to a hanging. So he took yeah. his son to a hanging. Yeah, right. He was like, family trip. Wake up early. We're taking a family trip down to like the main town so you can watch life leave a man's eyes. <laughs> and at yeah. no point during this entire conversation about hanging someone, does he make a a rope slack and or slacker joke, which I, I was preparing myself for. Being uh, that was his, his catchphrase, as it were, in the first film. Yeah. Like slackers can be oh. his word for people that hang. Because right, of, exactly, because yeah. Of, because their necks are all slack. And we won't even <laughs> give you any slack or, or whatever. Just yeah. Wait for the call. <laughs> and then it, it gives uh, it gives uh, a deeper, darker context to every time Shrimpkin <laughs> yeah, called right. someone a slacker. <laughs> like the uh, like the clobber in time revelation in the 2015 Fantastic Four. <laughs> Oh, what, yeah. it, what it was it was familial abuse you mean yes right that's what yeah. his brother would say before he beat him up yeah it's clobbering oh, time <laughs> you know for the fans <laughs> pretty dark pretty dark uh so buford finally agrees to uh to unload um his weapons and uh and he puts he put he hands over his his gun and uh the deputy reminds him of his knife and so he throws the knife like a dart and it hits the table and then there's that <laughs> the guy that's behind the table oh the, oh, the zoom up oh the zoom up oh that's good stuff that's you know, that's like a straight up edgar wright shot like that i was, was gonna say stuff. that's so funny that you said edgar wright because i totally saw sam raimi Oh yeah, I mean, you know, I just I just pictured like that seemed like an Evil Dead shot, you know what I mean? But it's, it's yeah, it's, it's and, funny. And, and that... In either case, it would require a a return zoom back to Mad Dog's eyes would be the move, obviously. Oh yeah, that's yeah very yeah. It's, it's almost like mistaking the Clash for Green Day in a way. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Wow. I mean, that is a compliment to Edgar Wright, by the way. Oh okay, gotcha. So, um. <laughs> So my, my big revelation here was that I mean uh, the the perfectly penmanship sign of leaving your guns at the at the front door or whatever it was or no firearms or whatever it says I, I didn't realize uh, until I looked it up that like gun control apparently was better in the old west than it is in <laughs> modern society so that we was we wouldn't that was, want any crazies walking around with weapons that just don't make no <laughs> yeah, sense and, but, but it was like a situation where like they wouldn't let you into certain towns if you were packing heat. You had, to, yeah. you had to check your heat at the door, and I'm like, yeah, I was. I, I, it's the little details, right? I mean, yeah, and in, he, a, and in a movie, in a movie that sometimes plays fast and loose with the details, yeah. uh, uh, it was good to see it being a very sort of uh, uh, time specific uh, yeah. thing. And yeah. to be fair, Buford, as as much of a as as a cad as he is, uh, abides by the law, and uh, you know, and uh, disarms himself. Um, yeah. Eventually. So it seems. So it seems. <laughs> yeah, so it seems, right. So it seems. Um, this is kind um, of a, this is a very serious minute. It's, it's, it's probably the most serious minute we've had in like a month. Mm-hmm. Like there's no kookiness at all. I mean, the, the knife throw is pretty kooky. That's true. There's some ookiness. Yeah. Um. Spookiness. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a it, I mean, outside of the initial kick of hey, it's that guy, 
I mean, it's an entire scene in which there's a shotgun uh, pointed mm-hmm. at another guy, and 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 there's no there's no real levity. It's sort of just like uh, do this or you're gonna die. Also, I can't wait until you die. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, uh, not enough. Not enough. West. Not enough. Westerns are just a an outlaw and a lawman like going to war. You know, there's something so mythic about that. Yeah, because it's always it's always the outsider that's putting down the 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 guy like the bad guy who's sort of taken over the town. Sure, with yeah. his crime, and then usually the the marshal or the or the police or whoever is sort of uh, corrupt, not doing their job properly. Yeah, yeah they're either, either be- inept or or the sheriff's the bad guy. Right, sometimes how it works too. Yeah, where the sheriff is sort of like. Like the sheriff of Nottingham or something, where yeah, they're right. where they're they're working with the bad guy, you know, or the sheriff, the sheriff from Blazing Saddles, right? Yeah, sure. exactly. Yeah, or yeah, it's uh, interesting, interesting that that seems to be the case a lot of the time. But uh, Marshall Strickland, I mean, he's he's a legitimate badass. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it kind of it, it reminds me. Uh, it, it I can looking at this character. Um, Principal Strickland, hero of the race of the of the wasteland, makes total sense. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, just driving, driving rigs and helping, mm-hmm. hoping, help, helping, helping yeah. uh, imperators get where they need to go. Oh, he's, he's totally he's Judge Dredd, and now he's Josie Wales. It makes total sense. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I think that's uh, that's about all I've got this minute. What about you two? Oh, not bad for a Monday. it was uh it was a stirring minute of high drama and and obviously the stakes only get raised as we get deeper into this film (laughs) yeah deeper in this week these are some pretty high high stakes minutes the stakes have never been higher i i I fully i mean you know like i said i had to revisit the film and i thought you guys are doing your best to keep my streak alive of having there be a murder in this week but i guess we'll have to stay tuned to see if that 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 comes to fruition oh yeah um so uh so greg if uh, people are curious about uh what you do where they where they can find you uh what 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 where are you on the internet and whatnot so i write uh the puck daddy blog on yahoo sports it's uh it's a hockey blog and uh we publish every day and we publish every hour of every day pretty much and um and uh, we've been doing it since 2008, and we 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 have super fun. It's a it's a got good good sort of analytical content, and it's got kind of lighthearted content, and it's uh, it's it's my favorite thing. Uh, but I also have two other podcasts. I do one on uh, the Nerdist Network called Puck Soup, which is a combination of pop culture and hockey, and then I do a more hockey centric one on Sportsnet called Merrick versus Wyshynski with my my buddy Jeff Merrick. Um, and I'm at Wyshynski, W-Y-S-H-Y-N-S-K-I on Twitter, where it is a menagerie of uh, sports and pop culture and uh, occasional political rantings and uh, beer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we we all can't. We all uh, I think all of us have trouble uh, not doing that uh, second to last thing lately. Well, so. it's it's like it's like and, and I and I try to do my best to like. Keep it off the blog. You know, I have mm-hmm. people all the time. They're like, oh, I can't read, read you anymore because you're dabbling in politics. I'm like, well, I mean, I'm not where you would read the hockey things, but I am on the Twitter thing, which is my thing. 
So, right. you know, it's if you want to read the hockey thing, there's go go to the hockey thing. But if you right. if you want to follow me on Twitter, you might get a, an occasional hair pulling out head on desk diatribe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, uh, can you come back tomorrow, Greg? I believe that I can. <laughs> all right. Well, cool. uh, we will be back tomorrow. But in the meantime, uh, if you want to get in touch with us or talk about uh, the episode you just heard, you're going to want to be on Facebook and join our Facebook group, uh, Back to the Future Minute Listener Preservation Society, uh, where uh, you know all of our listeners, they they post about the episodes that we just talked. To, we just uh, they just listen to and uh, link us to all sorts of articles about how wrong we were about this or that. Um, a lot of fun and, discussion uh, this week with with, with Preeti. Preeti always yeah. gets really good feedback. Mm hmm. Yeah, she's a, she's a fan favorite. Indeed. Uh, so uh, so go check that out if you're on Facebook. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with Minute 57. Bye.